Everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership, and let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works without the BS. Join Myra, Jeff with a G, Dr. Sam, Jeffrey, and me, Jeff with a J, as we work to debunk those leadership myths. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of No Leadership BS, and we are back with the team of excellent leaders. How are you doing, guys? Super hey, good. There you go. Wonderful. Hey, you guys are pretty hey. central. Uh, <laughs> uh, the guy is tired from the Iron Man. <laughs> yep. He said something about his shoulder being sore. Right. Uh, <laughs> today, we're going to talk about celebrations and, and bust the myth of celebrations. And speaking today, we're going to have the one, the only, guys want to be him, girls want to be with him, Mr. Jeff McLaughlin. Take her away, Jeff. Woo! Awesome. The crowd goes wild. The crowd crowd of one. Yay. (laughs) It's coming from Eastern Oregon. Exactly. (laughs) Big. I'm big in Eastern Oregon. Actually, we're big in Eastern Oregon. Huge. Huge. My sister loves it. (laughs) Well, oh my goodness. I mean, you know, that's, this is a great segue into our topic, which is, is celebrations today. Cause you know, we're coming up on some big ones, uh, you know, particularly the 4th of July is coming up real soon, which is a national celebration, uh, you know, which is pretty awesome, but, uh, we're, we're specifically going to look more at the, you know, individual team and, and company wide celebrations and how those affect people. So, uh, I thought it was interesting, uh, right now in our town where I'm at right now in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, we are having the Ironman. Uh, Ironman competition started at five o'clock this morning through, I think it's 3000. Do we have 3000 athletes competing? Something, something like that. Something like that. And I think the pros started at five o'clock this morning with their swim, yep. the amateurs in the half marathon started at 6am. So the yeah. pros had an hour lead and, and, and the first, first place pro just finished across the finish line. Oh, oh my gosh. Really? See, I haven't, yeah. Oh my goodness. This is just insane. And it's almost, it's what over a hundred degrees out there today. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. But here's the thing is that as I've been a part of the Ironman for many years and as a, not in a non-official capacity, just as a cheerleader and watching the celebrations that go on as these athletes and, you know, housewives and teachers and doctors and lawyers and all these different professions, these people come together for a common purpose. They come together for a common purpose to try and get that Ironman you know, they, that medallion, they do this ter- the insane amount of training, all this work for one day where it comes down to 24 hours. Can you complete the work in an amount of time? And the cool part is, is watching the celebrations that happen all over the course, watching the support that they're given as they suffer and work and gruel through this entire race. And so I thought that was an interesting aspect of celebrations is it keeps people going. And this is one of the things that I want you guys to kind of chime in on is those celebrations are really important in athletic arenas, but what about 
the business world? What about our office space? What about the group of people that we work with or see on a daily or semi-daily basis? What kind of celebrations work for those teams? And do those celebrations have a specific purpose? My thought, obviously, is yes, they do. If you have the appropriate celebrations, whether that's individual team or organization as a whole, it helps to move everybody forward in a timely manner. If you're setting goals, if you're reaching those goals, you got to celebrate them a little bit. You got to celebrate the little wins along the way to get to the big wins. Now, the opposite of that, and I'm sure somebody will chime in on this, is that if you spend too much time celebrating, you don't spend enough time actually working to get to the celebration. <laughs> and I'm a person who likes to have fun. So there's always a little bit of celebration and fun in what I do. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to you guys in your experience in the world, what are some of the celebrations that you've seen in organizations uh, as individuals, as teams, and what were the effects, either positive or negative of those celebrations? So that's, that's kind of what I'm curious to see from your guys' perspective. And while we're uh, noodling on that, would you do us a favor and unpack a little bit more about the Ironman? Because there may be folks who are listening, that one person in Eastern Oregon who's familiar with the Ironman, you know, that it's a 7,000-mile a run, a you know, ride your back around the earth four <laughs> times and that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, tell them what it is specifically. But then also, you mentioned something hugely important, which is the um, celebrations along the way. How along this um, process do they get those little celebrations actively while they're doing their, their um, uh, participation? So it's real interesting for people that don't know, the Ironman is a 2.4 mile swim, 114 mile bike ride, and then run a full marathon, 112 mile bike ride, 112, 112, sorry, I'm not not doing math, 26.2, yes, (laughs) 26.2 mile run after doing those other things. So I can tell you right now that uh, as I've watched it through the years, the participation and the, the celebrations happen all, all, all over the course. There are certain segments where there's nobody, but you're getting cheered on. My guess would be at least every 15 to 20 minutes uh, between the things. So as you do the swim, they say the swim is probably the longest portion without a cheerleader because you go way out, out into a, to a buoy and then go around these buoys and come back. But as soon as you're within earshot of the beach, you probably got a thousand or more people on the beach cheering you on. The bike course has people all over it. The run course has people all over it. Uh, it is, it is pretty cool. There's, I, I don't know, Jeff Conroy, do you know how many volunteers they have on average? Thousands. thousands. They have yeah, at least thousands. Yeah. 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 So I know, I, I, know I, I know I don't look it, but eight years ago I did Ironman. Seriously, not joking. Seriously. Uh, I remember that. You ran past me. I announced you. Yeah, did, did the swim, did the swim, I thought I'd bike past you. Anyway, uh, did, did the swim, did the bike, didn't do the run. It, it, it's hard. It's it's freaking hard. Uh, the, the swim is the best part because it is quiet and it's two and a half miles and the bike is a long, lonely journey onto yourself. And then I didn't make the time for the run. So, but uh, it, it, is an, it is amazing. People cheer you on the whole way. It's exciting. Um, highly recommend it. So Iron, Iron Man should sponsor us and give us money. Yes. 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 They should. (laughs) But that's Ironman. That's, that's athletics. That's, you know, and all, all sports have some sort of celebration if you win. Yep. Right. Right. But, but, but in the workplace, you know, uh, you know, of course you do the birthdays, you know, you celebrate birthdays, you celebrate new employees, you celebrate work anniversaries, you celebrate reaching office achievements, <clears throat> you celebrate promotions, you, you do all those things. And those all have positive things. Uh, negatively, I, I, 
it, it only I've only seen a negative celebration when only a few people are excited about it and nobody else is excited about it. And it's and it's kind of a I don't want to say last minute thing, but it's kind of a, a focus on it for like the last few weeks before the deadline. Let's let and then we'll just have party central. Um if you if you set the goal and everyone's a part of it that I found that if you set the goal and everyone's a part of it and then everybody works towards attaining that goal, the celebrations uh, more and more people involved and a lot more happy and more celebratory. That's my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think, appreciate you unpacking the Ironman and that's only because I choose it as an example. Um, you don't need to have gotten to the finish line to get the one cheer all along the way. Things, little successes, things that have worked. That's just fabulous. And yeah. you know, in the cases where it doesn't work, I think maybe I've seen once or twice, you know, from afar, not people I work with, of course not other stories, other people's situations where somebody gets an individual award or recognition and the people who work with them are raising their eyebrows. Like, really? They got an award for the way they treat us? That's right. interesting. And so there, there's different kinds of uh, uh, angles to look at the, the celebrations. But if it's a team goal and a team effort, man, tell people they've done a great job. Let them enjoy that. I mean, it's a lot of fun to be able to say we hit a mile marker and now it's time to keep on trucking to the next next goal. But the people that are talking, like, I can't believe they got, like, got an award for that. Do you think there's an element of jealousy there? And sometimes it could be, and other times it could be a, um, some folks know how to um, play to other people's wishes and strengths. Oh. <laughs> so you, you can demonstrate game. who, you, yep, exactly right. <laughs> play the game, okay. Yep. Well, so <laughs> you this, like that, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. One of the companies that I work with just had their, their first annual celebration after COVID, after being allowed to congregate in large groups again. And even though they were an essential workforce, they showed up for work. They did have a significant portion of people who are not in their their uh, manufacturing part actually work from home. And so this was their first opportunity. And they're a company of about 100, 120 people. And they did their award ceremony at the end. They had this big party catered uh, at this great location. Uh, they, they had tons of fun things to do there. Uh, it had a theme. It was a costume theme. It was a cowboy party, uh, and which was hilarious in itself. I mean, just a blast. And when they got to the end and they did the, their actual award ceremony. So they had acts of service. Uh, they had, you know, people who had done spectacular at their job. They also had, Hey, here's some people that have been here at this company for five, 10, 20 years. Uh, and then they recognized people for, for things, which I thought was great. However, I had one person that I am familiar with there that was, he was one of those people that felt like this is just, you know, these are the people that played the game. I don't think that they deserve those things. And, and even though he showed up and had a good time, he was still pretty hurt because he didn't feel like he got recognized at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and so there's that, that fine line of importance of determining maybe what is celebratory, what is celebration worthy and what are we recognizing? And is it the big celebration at the end? Because if you've got that many employees, you're not going to be able to recognize all of them in a timely manner. But what are the little kudos along the way? Those little celebrations. I think those ones are just as, if not more important than the big, big parties. Yep. Microburst of celebration. Exactly. Yeah. Jeff, I think that's a great point. One one of the things um, in in my career, you know, some of the companies I worked for didn't, didn't have a whole bunch of free cash to have, you know, big, big parties. And when you're talking about a company that's got, like you were just talking about a hundred or 150 employees, it, it takes a little bit of, 
uh, a cash to put a party on. So well, one of the things I started doing, um, not, not that I'm uh, advertising for Starbucks, but I, I always carried a Starbucks gift card in my pocket. Um, and it was for the express reason um, to hand it to somebody in, in celebration of catching them doing something good. And it doesn't, doesn't have to be a gift card. And it didn't, you know, they were, it's $10 or $20. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. a big, huge thousands of dollars things, but it was um, as the leader being able to, to immediately recognize what, what folks are doing and celebrate that success and give them a little um, gift um, seemed to go a long ways. Now, there are those leaders that don't always trigger towards, hey, we need to have a celebration. We need to set goals and party along the way and keep everybody happy and light and recognize, what do we say, the micro celebrations of like that. Right. What about right. those people? What about those people that are that, that don't think that way? What what I, somehow I think you're talking about me, Jeff. Uh, I, 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 you know, no. I, that's that would be uh -huh. profiling and I'm not profiling no. because I know high eyes are always up for a party. Party, right, McLaughlin? Always, always yeah. up for a party. <laughs> but you know those uh, those other profiles sometimes don't like to party as much. Just go ahead, Myra. Go ahead. And talk well, to and and there, that's that's such a good point because we are all different, and all Amen. leaders, all leaders <laughs> lead in a different way. Um, <laughs> and and that is something that I had a particular problem with because I get a lot of satisfaction out of accomplishing a task just for accomplishing it. Which? And that's my, my celebration right there. But not everybody agrees with me, especially high eyes. And they get to feeling left behind and this is no fun and this is a drag and I'm having the time of my life. Um, and I think I've, you know, so when I had my team, we had to set up, um, we, out of every closing that we had, we set aside a certain amount of money. And if we did enough deals at the end, by the end of the year, that, that built up to the point where we could all go to our yearly convention and have it paid for. So you put up a, a not a slush fund, but a celebratory fund. Right, right. It was a reward fund is what it was. I like that. And, and if we didn't get the amount of, of, uh, of um, sales that we needed, then they had to kick in some money. You know, because it was split evenly, because it was taken out evenly. And um, and it was always a ball. I mean, I, I enjoyed doing that. But my point, I guess, here is I had to remind myself that not everybody enjoys the task, the process of the task. And winning for them has to come in little pieces. Winning for me is... I don't know, actually, if it, it, I'm always reaching toward what I, you know, where I want to end up. And I can get, I can get real boring for a lot of people. Um, and, and I had to realize that about myself. My, <laughs> quit making faces at me. Do you have something in your eye there? <laughs> for the listeners that can't see, I think, I think Jeff had something in his eye, like an eyelash or something. There's a lot of winking. <laughs> That was that was my coach um, really helped me be able to see that because I mean I knew that that I had one team member especially that really enjoyed fun if it wasn't fun she didn't want to do it mm. and um, the, way it's the way it should be and we had a conflict over that because to me that was a waste of time waste of money um, and and it just didn't make sense to me. But the point is, is she was wired opposite from what I was. 
So the celebration was very important. It, it brought us together as a team and we were working together towards something. Right. I, I think that's the importance of the celebration. And I love that you you said that you had that this fund for a big event at the end where you all got to have this common experience that was fun, engaging. That that's a that's a really good thing. But those little ones along the way, those little those little events that don't have to cost anything. Um, you know, Jeff Geyer saying, hey, you know, I'd have this little gift card in my pocket and I'd find somebody. Uh, I I think we got a a, a common friend, uh, Jess, I want to say it's Jessica Bonar. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, is it her company that has like a little stuffed animal that is like a celebration animal and it goes from it office to office? So, yeah, when you recognize something, whoever has the stuffed animal, they are then on the lookout for positive behaviors in the workplace. And their goal is to give the stuffed animal to somebody else. And they're trying to get this thing around as many times as they possibly can in their office. And I think their office is what, probably 20, 30, 40, 50 people. I don't know. Yeah. If that many. Yeah. And so it, that, it's completely free, but celebrates and you can say, Oh, they did something good. It's a recognizably instantly recognizable uh, affirmation that somebody did something good that was that that the team goes that was a good thing, well, and totally it, free. And it goes back to you know I know I talked in the past episodes about PPIRs, perfect plastic intermittent recognitions, and I use those uh, little Disney characters hand out to Disney who doesn't sponsor us yet. Uh, their characters uh, when I ask a question and someone answers, or if I if someone makes a good point or someone they get a character. And it's a positive affirmation and it starts to become how many, how many of these little PPRs can I collect, you know, during this presentation, I'm getting ready for a, a statewide convention in, in September. And I'm, I'm going to use that because it's a group of people that aren't used to that. So it's going to be kind of fun. So. Gotcha. Also reminds me of office space with the flare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 31 pieces. I've got 37 pieces of flare. <laughs> Myra, let me ask you a question. Because you, um, you said that that wasn't necessarily your, your strong point, but as a leader of the group, how did you, or what did you do to make sure that celebrations occurred? If, if that wasn't, you know, your kind of strong point. Did you participate? I did. Absolutely. I was with him. Did um, you enjoy it? Yeah, of course. I, I had fun. Um, but I wouldn't choose to do that is my point. Right. You know, I, I I wouldn't. I mean, but it's that's just how I'm wired. Debbie I'm Downer. Wired. So, <laughs> not really. I'm the one that's that that just keeps going because I enjoy it, not because I have to. Okay, to so enjoy the work. Don't don't, don't skirt enjoy the work. don't skirt the answer I, the, the yeah. question here. Well, let, I, Sean, I, let her talk. That we and I love Kentucky Fried Chicken, just so you know. It's my probably favorite food in the world. And <laughs> I'm telling you it is. So we had a team Where the hell that come from? Yeah. Every well, it's I'm leading into it if you Oh, okay. There's a point. Yeah. There's a point. There's a point. I see. So we had our team meeting every every Wednesday. And so I got so that I would, I was paying. So I got my Kentucky fried chicken and we all had lunch together. And it was just, it got to be, it got to be just something we did every Wednesday. We got together, had Kentucky fried chicken. They didn't have to pay for lunch. And um, so it was a mini win. And our we had, we had good team meetings um, where we shared a lot and that type of thing. 
So in real estate, you celebrate every time you close a deal. You just do because that's payday for you. And it's a lot of hard work. And finally, you get you, you get paid for it. So it's I mean, we always have those kind of celebrations. Um, does that answer your question, Jeff? Yes, I, I was thinking um, in one of the places um, I led our big annual celebration actually was the was the Christmas party, holiday party, whatever you want to call it. And um, it, it took an iteration or two to find the right people to head up the the um, group of people that were needed to make that party go. And once you found the right people and Myra, I'm, I'm not banging on you. You wouldn't have been one of the right people, right? Cause it's not your thing. You're right. You, right. You, you just find the right people who, who, um, you know, they're, they're just kind of bent that way. That's what, that's what they like to do. If, if McLaughlin was on the staff, I mean, he'd be on the deal because you need people, it. you need people that know how to not, not have a good time, although a good time is had. Um, but, but the, the whole purpose is to celebrate accomplishment or sell it, celebrate attaining goals or just celebrate the fact that the company is doing well or, or whatever it is. Um, and you just got to find the right people to kind of put that event together. Mm -hmm. But like, but I, I love what Myra said though, is that they had this tradition of she would buy chicken for the team and they would have a sit down meeting on Wednesdays and have lunch. That's a celebration. Yeah, That's, yeah. That is a celebration yes. uh, yep. and it gives you the opportunity to slow down for a moment yep. and to get to know your coworkers on a different level than just, this is the person that does billing. This is the person that does the paperwork. This is the person that answers the phones. Yep. You know, it, you, you have a different way of seeing people after you've celebrated with them or enjoy, after you've had and enjoy each other's company. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah, not everybody's going to be the, let's have a big party. So yeah. So many different things, which is just awesome. But I know that we're coming down to a close here. And, uh, you know, we, we do have a big celebration coming up for our country. We got the 4th of July fireworks. Please be careful, everybody, with fireworks. Uh, you know, obviously, in our neck of the woods, it's going to be really hot. So, uh, you know, don't hold them in your hands, that kind of stuff. I do have a friend with missing fingers. Uh, so, you know, safety first, always. But, you know, thank you, America. We're going to have celebrate and have fun. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or anything you want to ask us uh, about how to lead or how to have those celebrations along the way or the big ones, we'd be more than happy to talk to you. Please just text us. Don't text us. Sorry. That's not what I was going with. That's what I just said. I don't know what happened there. You were doing uh, so well. Us. I was, Damn. I was on a roll. Dang oh, it. Mr. Exit. We have to go around. All right. <laughs> you turn, <laughs> email us, email us at ask us at leadership co. That's ask us at leadership co. Got it right. Both times without even looking. You're welcome. Good job. <laughs> well, and, and I don't want you to forget our, our new Facebook group at leadership. Oh, yeah. Uh, no more leadership BS. No leadership BS. Is it no more? No, no leadership. No more leadership BS. Oh. We'll figure this out eventually. Yeah, anyway, We're gonna get smooth. you can, you can uh, interact with us there. We would love it. We post our, our uh, episodes every week and we're, we're looking for your feedback. So let us know that you're listening. We'd, we'd love to know there's more than one out there. Hey, it is no more leadership I just pulled it up. It's I told you. Yes. There you go. Oh. See, we're learning as we go. I should be. I should become a member. 
we're consummate professionals. If the end of this podcast doesn't give people hope that they can lead large organizations to successful conclusions, I don't know what's going <laughs> to if Conroy can do it, anybody can do it. Come on. That's right. Follow the process, folks. Yeah. Follow the process. Celebrate the wins. You'll get there eventually, right? Yeah. And, eat, and, eat, and eat fried chicken. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you from all of us to all of you. We enjoy your listenership and please do ask us questions. Give us those comments. Check out our Facebook group. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you all next time. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the No Leadership BS Podcast. If you have any stories, questions, or comments you would like to share with us, please email us at askus at leadershipbs.co. That's askus at leadershipbs.co. If we use your email questions or comments, you will win a DISC behavioral assessment and debrief with one of our highly trained podcast teammates. And last but not least, don't forget to give us a five-star review so we can reach more people. Thank you so much, and tune in next time. We'll see you then.